Welcome into another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. This here is Tuck, and that over there is Thurston. Uh-huh. Why don't you tell the good folks how you're doing, Thurston? Well, I tell you, I had me some sweet tea of my own earlier, and I'm ready for this sports hour. Let's get going with this fantasy talk. If we get going far enough along with this Skywalker dynasty, I'm going to have to go get me another second helping. <laughs> well, as our loyal listeners already know, each season we pick a random fantasy league from Yahoo to follow all year and without bias and without remorse, berate it and its owners mercilessly. I'll tell you. This year's target is the aforementioned Skywalker Dynasty League based in Campbellsville, Kentucky. And uh, last week we talked to the co-commissioners, John Overby and Stephen Gilbert, and got a little sense of the league, and basically they told us two things. They've created a whole new way to look at Dynasty where it's kind of like a slow build-up to a full-blown Dynasty League. Looks real ignorant to me. (laughs) Well, the wild thing here is that they refer to it as the Gilbert Overby Alternative Dynasty Method. Or the GOAD method for short. I tell you what. Oh, I thought you were going to add a little more there, Thurston. <laughs> I thought no, I just think it's funny how, how arrogant these folk are being named it after themselves. You know there's better names out there. Come on, be better than that. Well, not only do they name it after themselves, that's about as close to calling themselves gods as possible without actually doing it. Oh, gold, think too, about brother. Gold's what I that. thought. They think they're the gold standard. Well, down south, gold is about how we say gold anyway. <laughs> Fair point, I reckon. <laughs> but I, I digress. The, the second part of the league, they told us, was that every team is supposed to have a sitcom-themed team name. That's right. Now, in this here episode... You, Thurston, you're going to give an award to each team for their draft performance, and I know exactly where we're going to start. Now, Thurston, have you ever heard of the Richmond Banana Slugs in any capacity related to a sitcom? Well, actually, no, I hadn't. And I'll tell you what, I'm actually really surprised you are legally allowed to say that name on the earth. I, I actually received strict instructions that this team is not to be referred to by that name. Uh... They, they wanted us to call them the shunned team or something like that useless team over there that won't follow the rules. It, it seems like there's going to be some serious situations ahead for these guys if they don't get their act together and join up. Well, I ain't never heard of no Richmond Bananas looks in a sitcom neither. And I've seen every sitcom known to men and women. The Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, just plain old girls. Even designing women. Land girls? What girls? The land girls. I don't know that one. (laughs) That's one of them Netflix newfangled piece of garbage. I know almost every sitcom known to man. But I've been told that Richard Bananas looks is not sitcom related. No, no, sir. It ain't. So, but I do have a, an award for them just the same. I was told, go right ahead, give them an award, make them feel like they're part of something, even if they don't really want to. Just don't be. call them. Yeah. And don't call them good don't either. Henceforth. Yeah. So we're going to give this team the award, the odd couple award, and that's based on their quarterback decisions. 
They've got Tom Brady is starting, and then their super flex spot, they're going to be sitting there with Andy Dalton. I thought this would just be a great situation for a sitcom anyway. All they need is like an odd couple kind of thing. You got Tom Brady there. He's Mr. Perfect. Good-looking guy lives in a castle with his model wife. And then coming along the backside, you got Andy Dalton. Looks like his head's on fire. I hear he likes to run through the desert in his bare feet. He don't really know what's going on in life. And I think you just pairing these guys together is going to be a mess of trouble. But make for a good sitcom. That's a good point. And come to think of it, there already is a sitcom named The Odd Couple. And how long did it take you to think of that name for the award that was related to a sitcom, Stephen? Well, I'll tell you what, something about seven or eight weeks. I mean, I really put in the hard work on this one, you know. Oh, well, I was going to say how easy it was. I, oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's what I meant, too. So, well, seven or eight weeks, maybe by week eight, the uh, Shun team will have a sitcom-related team name. We're going to start so, having to call this team Voldemort. <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and move on, and let's hear the award from Mr. Frank Scott, owner of I Feel Stabby. Uh, well... What was funny here, let me bring up my notes. What was funny about, well, do I even have them written down someplace? I reckon I did. Did they go somewhere else? I feel stabby, you said? I feel stabby. I feel stabby. Now, I heard these guys, uh, yeah, they they play their games and shank the entered stadium. And did you hear what they did to the bacon down there? They make it so crisp, you actually hold them suckers like a knife and you start popping the guys next to you when they score a touchdown. It's crazy talk. But, yeah, what I heard about this team, they they are the uh, widest range of outcome award. Because, honestly, I look at these guys and I see uh, – who do I see here? Deshaun Watson, Royce Freeman, Chris Carson, Corey Davis, Rashard Penny, Pat Mahomes – Baker Mayfield and Marlon Mack, and I'll tell you honestly, goodness, I don't know what any of this even means. I don't know if they're good or not, so I give them the range of outcome award. I don't know what to make of them, but I know I don't want to go in that stadium and get stabbed, Tuck. Well, I think if old Mr. Frank Scott's feeling stabby now, he could be feeling real stabby later if that don't work out. It's like a horror flick in real life. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go on to the next one. Uh, so I know I'm not gonna have any self respect after I say this name, but why don't you hand out the award that Pip Pip the Doodly Do received? Well, that's funny you mentioned the Pip Pip the Doodly Do, and I tell you they win the uh, well. I gave him a couple of awards actually. I gave him the the most likely to be run by Doctor Seuss award for that goofy Pip Pip the Doodly whatever. I don't even know what 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 is that a reference from? What sitcom is that? Uh, that's from Old Drake and Josh, the defining sitcom from the mid two thousands. Well, if you say so, I think I might have heard of Drake. I think he's some kind of singer boy. I don't know Josh who that is, uh, but they also they win the award for most likely to roster inmates. Okay, we're talking McCoy and Gordon right there. And I'm going to throw Dez out there because you know he's up no good sitting out there missing them drug tests. 
We also going to give them the most likely to push their luck award, and that's meant at the quarterbacks there. Pushing their luck, obviously, with the Andrew luck, but also Blake Bortles and Josh Allen backing him up, and they both kind of sucky. But then what I'm really going to give them is the most likely to have Siri or Alexis or some other piece of machinery in your draft room award. Because I don't even know who did the drafting on this. Did you hear about it? He didn't even show up for it. Some rumors about their uncle or something. I tell you what, it was all a ploy. You know the machines was in on that. Well, it sounds like, and we'll have to wait to see. It sounds like old Pip Pip the Doodly Doo might receive the award for most awards. Well, I, yeah, it seems like. I also give them the who the heck is that award because I don't know who John U. Smith is. <laughs> Time will tell, Stephen Thurston. <laughs> uh, right. So, so the, the next team we got is Vandalay Entry. Now, there's a team name. Now, now what award they get? They won the most likely to live in Siberia award. Um, now, I don't know if it's Siberia or maybe out in the middle of one of them big old deserts someplace. Who even knows what them places are called? But they drafted three, well, I said actually three and a half fellers that ain't even in the NFL no more. They drafted Brandon LaFell, Jeremy Macklin, and Fat Eddie Lacey. Now, before you go and correct me, I know Brandon LaFell got picked up, but he wasn't even on a roster when he got drafted. That's either some of that clairvoyance voodoo or they just didn't know what's going on in their lives. And obviously, Doug Martin's halfway out this league anyway. So, But I will say this. They kind of redeemed it by drafting the most stand-up, awesome, and honorable man in the whole world. That's Pierre Garçon. I think that name translates to Peter Mann. So we respect that guy, but I got nothing else to say about that team. Well, when you get out the NFL, you get sent to Siberia. Yeah, boy. So we'll move on since we all know that. So how about the Newport Never Nudes? Uh, uh, that's a very nice team as well. Why don't you uh, let us know what award they got? Well, that's actually real appropriate because I gave them the same rock award because I was going under the assumption that uh, the Vandalay Industries was under a rock, so the Never Needs were kind of snugged up there right with them. That's a little bit concerning, if you ask me. But they drafted a guy with a torn ACL we know is out for the year, Jared McKinnon. Uh, that's not good. That's not what you want to do there. Uh, also, Corey Coleman gets cut, but I do also I give them the Reek, Zeke, and a Juju award, just because I thought it sounded mighty clever. Mighty clever indeed. So the and friend- Muhammad Sanu, Muhammad Sanu's only been washed for two years. It ain't that bad. <laughs> All right, I ain't gonna have to say nothing but the team name on this one, Thurston. The friend zone. Yeah, okay. I did finally talk my way into giving them one award, but I gotta explain it right after. All right. All they, right. They get the you pick them just for the giggles, right? award for their selection of Jake Butt. But I will say this. I've kind of written a little story that has to do with this this team and this roster, all right? You want to hear it? Let's hear it. All right, here goes the story. McCaffrey went a-hunting in his car so his good boy Doyle could make a case 
to cook some golden grams and some clay crab with tree buds. Now that's quite a quite an interesting story. I thought so too. I look at. I put some work in on that too. All right, so let's move on. Now I heard the birds of war were actually the birds of snore during the draft. Oh, so so what award is old Chris Riesenberg? Is, is he, what awards he received for his draft? How would you pronounce that last name? Riesenberg. Reason. I had that all. The S. The S is silent. I didn't even see an S. Anyway, okay. I, they they got the most likely to forget who you already drafted award. Uh, that's because it's kind of funny. I think they, they ended up with both the Vikings receivers, but I think is, you know, they find players, I guess, but I just thought it's kind of funny. Um, they're also most likely to draft a running back or to draft a guy with a, a, a name that starts with D. I think I, I counted a David, a Delaney, a Dante, and two Devontae spelled differently. <laughs> well, that gum. That's what I said. They actually have more running backs named Devontae than one of these other teams has running backs pert. Has running backs what? Pert. I don't know what you're saying, Thurston. Why don't you spell it? <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take your word for that. That's not how you spell that. But... <laughs> I do understand you now. Gotcha. All right. Get on board there, Tuck. <laughs> so chickens don't clap don't really sound like a team name to me, but let's go with it. What what kind of award do they get? Well, I got to find them on my page now. Don't be throwing me to the birds like that. Chickens don't clap. Uh, they are the most likely to not know what IR stands for. That's the award they get. You see, they drafted quite a few guys. Got IR next to their name. If you guys didn't know, I think that they believe that that stood for irrational rank. So they figured these guys were a lot better than they were looked on the page. But I want to tell them it's more like irritated rectum, okay? These guys are out for a while. They are not going to play. I don't think they knew that. Uh, I'll also give them the, the rookie award. I think they might be a rookie owner because they did draft eight rookies. Oh, my. That does not sound like a recipe for success to me. They look like one of those teams might have uh, studied up for the first four picks or so, and then they just threw a bunch of names in this big old pinata and started beating it with sticks, and then whatever fell out to they took. <laughs> All right, so next we'll uh, move on to the Scranton Stranglers. Now that is a solid name. So let's go to Thurston to find out if they won the best team name award. I tell you what, Scranton Stranglers get on board and they're fighting the high field stabby. I don't know what's going to come out of that, but let's just hope they keep it amongst the two of them and don't drag nobody else involved. We don't need no citizens getting hurt, right? We got the Stranglers here. They actually they get the uh, Sleepless in Seattle Award. Because I don't know if you heard this, Tuck, but this draft actually went a bit longer than most people kind of figured. And then at the end of this draft, the Scanton, uh, Scranton Stranglers, they start drafting all these Seattle Seahawks. They go and nab up the defense. They nab up 
Brandon Marshall, who everybody thought was going to get cut. And then they also go and get Jaron Brown. So I think this guy's getting sleepy. He started thinking about some good old time movie watching. And he said, I'm going to be sleepless in Seattle. Give me all them Seahawks. I think maybe if it had gone even a couple more rounds, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, we might have heard those names in the draft. I tell you what. We we might have to wait to see if they get picked up off the waivers, but but uh we got Domain Masters up next. So what do you got for them, Thurston? Yeah, this is the uh the leader of the Tea Party Movement Award, okay, goes to these guys because now by Tea Party I'm going T E party, meaning tight end party. Uh we have quite a few teams in this league decided to join up with the Tea Party movement here. They drafted eight tight ends. Now, word is everybody knew before we started, before they started, that they didn't need to draft any tight ends if they didn't want to. They don't have to one. And this guy drafted eight anyhow. Uh, he also wins the award for most likely to spend $50 on his fab budget for the first running back with a glimmer of hope. And he also wins the most likely to waste a roster spot award. And that goes specifically for drafting the best defense in the league earlier in the draft. And then a little bit later deciding they weren't quite good enough and go grab two more. <laughs> well, uh, I actually thought of some team names that might be more appropriate for for the domain master. Uh, so oh, all right. Since this is a sitcom-themed team name, and and he did draft all them tight ends. So I got curb your enthusiasm for tight ends. That's a direct message oh. to the owner from me for the team name. Uh, next we got the Fresh Prince of Tight Ends. We got tight end guy for Family Guy, obviously. Mm. Team Dynamite, but you capitalize the T E on the end. And and we all know J <laughs> J Walker. I like it. And, and I like it. Is catchphrase dynamite, uh, and instead of did I do that? How about did I take Gronk? Uh, everybody hates tight ends, parentheses except for Justin. Scrubs, uh, parentheses unless they're a tight end, and that's that's a double tight end and the TV show Scrubs, and. Now, for you youngins, you, you might want to go to Ryan Reynolds' IMDb page to appreciate these next two. So, we got two guys, a girly, and eight tight ends. And if you're a stickler for having team names with only guys from that team, how about a breeze, a blunt, and eight tight ends? So. <laughs> well, I like what you're doing there, Tuck. I like it. So. While it seems like I'm disgracing Mr. Domain Master, uh, it's honestly another chance to dis de disgrace the aforementioned Shun team because what are you doing? You see how easy that was? <laughs> All right, so I just wanted to throw out one more thing about the Domain Master. This is actually the roster. I looked up and down. We mentioned the eight tight ends and the three defenses. You recognize that there ain't one running back on this roster? Did you see that? How this guy didn't even draft one. Didn't draft a running back? 
I think I saw Rex Burkhead hiding in a corner somewhere, naked and shivering in the cold and saying, somebody please help me. Well, dadgum, I, I guess you're, that one was mighty appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so, so next up, we'll move on to a team with a little more self-restraint and a team that took only, okay, wait a minute. So they took five tight ends themselves. So uh, what award you got for pivot? Yeah. Oh, what? You call them pivot? pivot. I was calling them P-I-B-O-T. Pivot. (laughs) That does make, that does, okay. Well, I give them a couple. I give them the footy pajama award because I know these guys are big time Patriot fans. They drafted two Patriots and then they also Went and uh, drafted Dion Lewis too. It's you know them them Pat's love up there. But then I also give them the conflicting narrative award. That's a big word there because they went and drafted all these Patriots, and then they drafted the Houston Texan defense who playing against those Patriots week one. So I don't even know who he's rooting for no more. It's a sad day in New England. When somebody takes the defense play in New England, agreed. I'll, I'll just say that card carrying so, member of the of the Tea Party movement too. <laughs> so last and probably least is Festivus Feats. Any award for them, Thurston, or should we just call it a night? Well, yeah, they they win the most likely to lose Week One award because they don't seem like they really recognize how many of their guys are out Week One. A lot of guys hurt. Uh, Sony Michelle, Alshon Jeffrey, Carson Wentz, Devontae Parker ain't caught a football in two and a half years. Uh, but then I also give them the most likely to make an ignorant handcuff decision award because this is, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're the only team dumb enough. To actually go out there and handcuff their own their own quarterback, uh, Carson Wentz with Nick Foles. That's kind of a unique situation. I heard down the rumor mill that he's even thinking about handcuffing another quarterback named Sam Bradford, and they might get his back up too. Now you didn't hear that from me, okay? If it happened, but I heard it just might. But I would like to add uh, finally on this team that I did like that Kalen baggage pick they took near the end there. That guy's at least guaranteed a touch or two every couple of weeks, so I like that pick. Yeah, that's a mighty fine pick. And and if the Festivus Feats would be planning to maybe get, I don't know, with Josh Rosen to back up their Sam Bradford, they, they might want to put a little money down to make sure that happens because there might be a team that drafted a third-string quarterback and is looking to dump him. That's what I've heard in the rumor mill. Is that what you heard? That's what I've heard. I, that, we got some inside sources here. That that Lamar Jack beat out Robert Griffin. You believe that? I don't even remember who that is. <laughs> Lamar or Robert Griffin? Man, I'm about to fall over it. I need some more iced tea. Well, I just realized that we're card-carrying members of the of the tea party movement. The sweet tea Yee-haw. party. So all right, y'all. That that's all them awards for uh for the for the draft recap. Uh we may be coming to you next week talking to you a little about week one action. 
We're going to be looking at some of the game action. We're going to be letting you see what kind of decisions were made in the free agency. We're just going to be, you know, kind of looking around, seeing what we think. I do have some real good uh, Super Bowl picks before we get off here if you want to hear them. Well, let's hear it. Well, I think our Super Bowl is going to end up being the Birds of War versus the Never Nudes because I think it'd just be a plum hilarious them birds come through and grab them jean shorts. I just want to see where that would take us. <laughs> well, what about the, the Birds of War versus the Chickens Don't Clap? That would be quite a contradictory Super Bowl. Uh, rookie owners don't really make the Super Bowl that often, Tug. That's true. I, I can't dispute that one bit. Well, since I'm getting ready to sneeze, it's going to sound real bad. Let's go ahead and get off here. So, All right. Sounds good. Thank Come you back next week, week y'all here. The Sweet Tea Fantasy. And we can't wait for you to come back next week. Or don't. We don't really care. Woo-hoo. See you.